Too bad I made that nice Bo-Katan alt art for the Republic. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Cody Wood. How are we doing today? And Matt Corser. What's going on, peeps? Uh, so today, we're just going to go uh, over, you know, Adapticon like every other podcast, and also the Gauntlet and the Razor Crest, like select other podcasts. But most of them. Which select other podcasts? I don't think I can name them for legal purposes. <laughs> Unfortunately, all the local news that we would do would be obsolete by the time we release this podcast. So I can only assume you I won do, the tournament. I was going to say, Sunday. who do you think is going to win the tournament? And then we can edit it out if you're wrong. May Are you playing in the tournament? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, I, was gonna say. <laughs> I just got to list every suspected participant and then, you know, just add it in the winner. Are you going, Cody? Uh, possibly. I had a golf thing set up before it was announced. I didn't realize they were on the same day. Who plays golf? Uh, not me. I just hit you balls. Know, it's April, right? In Michigan. It's probably going to get like three inches of snow. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> There's still snow in the UP. That's not surprising. But yes, we have local tournaments. We had one in FC. We're going to have one in Plymouth. And so we're. it seems like we're starting to gear up for tournaments, and that's exciting because I really want to p- play. I think Pando is supposed to open up like next month or something like that. I don't so, believe you. Um, that's what they say, but, you know, <laughs> they say a lot of things. How do so, you... How do you play in tournaments? How does that work? You went to Adept- you went to Adepticon, Cody. We did not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of Adepticon, good, good segue there, Matt. Thank you. Cody, how's your experience at Adepticon? It was fun. I uh, got to hang out with a lot of good people from North Carolina, St. Louis, like the locals in Chicago. It and like met up with the Grand Rapids crew, so it was a lot of fun, a lot of drinks to be had. And let me tell you, you can't do the ultimate submarine anymore. <laughs> you can't do like O two one twos and then like work your way up because your strength of schedule is just going to be awful. Aren't we supposed to fight the people on Grand in Grand Rapids? Yeah, in a tournament eventually. To I thought it was like a real fist fight. I mean, we can do that too, but I, I thought it was going to be in get, uh, disc golf. I'm just going to throw disc golfs at each other. Oh, I'm out. I'm out then. <laughs> you got to meet in Lansing halfway there. But uh, yeah, Adepticon seemed really, really fun. And you got a bunch of cool swag, I think, right? Oh, yeah. That's uh, I might have accidentally left my tickets in the car day two. So I didn't spend all my tickets, though. Which is sad because you win every raffle that you're in for X-Wing. They had raffles on uh, Friday before the big tournament, and I did not actually win it. That's shocking, literally shocking. Yep. Did you hear how they uh, did the uh, the raffle for the uh, gauntlet? No. They had, uh, I believe it was Rodolph. As well. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors. But they like basically had everybody pair up against each other. They had a competition, 
and the losers just got eliminated. So the winners like they went against each other again, and they did that to eliminate everybody until they had an actual winner. Someone's got to be real good at mind games for that. I did not participate in that because I was busy playing Aerodome with uh, Mark Robert. Nice. I might have actually been teaching somebody else the game at this time, though. Mark Rauberg, the best scum player at Adepticon. In the world. Yeah, that. Yeah, good for him. You, can't, you don't give me any stats to prove otherwise, so. I mean, it, it worked, right? Good, good for Mark. You know, he is from Michigan. He is very good at just straight jousting things. Yeah. He also finished top 32. Unlike our good friend Mark Myers, who was the number one resistance player, but finished the 33rd. Sad. Sad marks. I should have an asterisk to that, though, because of the fact that strength of schedule is like the tiebreakers and all this stuff. By the end of the tournament, uh, Mark Grauberg was no longer in the top 32. Yeah, he dropped to 35. (laughs) His list was interesting. He had Bosk with Trick Shot, Zam, Forlong, Greedo, Overtune Modulators. Cad Solis with Hull Upgrade, Manaru with Cutthroat, Contraband, Punishing One, and R5P8, and then uh, Ahav and Gamut with Gleb and Deadman. Sounds like a list that we talked about or something roughly equivalent to it. Yeah, he stole that list from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. No. Uh, he might have. You never know. It is Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but no, now that we've uh, wasted enough time that we're actually legitimate podcasting now because you know we didn't start actual content until six minutes in uh let's talk about uh nathan he won congratulations yeah with a really interesting list too yeah i mean why wing anakin in the republic he had a chattering shot go on do you think Anybody besides like the three people who tested and knew Nathan Eddy were going to run Y Wing Anakin thought a Y Wing Anakin could win this tournament? Win the tournament? Probably not. Is shockingly a sleeper piece for the Republic? Sure. Plated Hull's actually very useful. And so are Proton Torpedoes. Yeah, so anyways, I fully he- loaded, uh, yeah, fully modded. Yeah. Pro Torps at I6. Anakin, Shattering Shot, so those Pro Torps can get up to five. Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Torpedoes, R4P, Afterburners. R4P being the one that changes the basic maneuver, reduces the difficulty down. Super useful. Mind you, I've been playing a lot on the uh, Naboo. And sadly, I had to blow one doing a one bank. But... <laughs> It is super useful, let me tell you. <laughs> I daredeviled, and I'm like, they're doing a one speed, but I have to bank into them, but it's white. Uh, he also had um, Ida Obi with Patience, Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, R7, A7, so, you know, just throwing crits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka with Compassion, uh, Chopper, and CLT. Chopper's super good on Ahsoka, we've talked about that a bunch. Uh, I love Chopper. Also, also, you can intentionally crash and not have to jam yourself anymore. You know how useful that is? It's awesome. But if it's a friendly ship, you might have to risk a damage. Well, I mean, don't run into friendly ships. 
you move first before everyone else on this list. Generally, yeah. Especially in this list. She's the three. Um, Barris is the next one with Instinctive Aim, Concussion Missiles, CLT. Pretty much the loadout that I've been seeing everywhere. Yeah, I think that's the standard Barris build. I still don't like Spends it. all the points. Um, and then Contrail with Bash, because obviously it's Contrail with Bash. Did you guys see that final game? Mm, no. Ooh, ooh, it was rough. Uh, yeah, I you talked to me, and I, I heard people on the internet. It sounded, sounds like it was pretty rough. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I mean, Marcel's amazing. He's He came in second. Don't get me wrong. Also, don't try to slow roll into like boxes and just let them cap four to your one. I mean, so there's also more to it than that. Because if you would have killed Y-Wing Anakin, the game's pretty close. Yeah. Just failed to kill him. Like, there was a bunch of things that just failed to go his way. Dude, that, that Anakin. theme a lot worse than it was. That Anakin rolled like seven evades in a row. <laughs> or like focuses and he had the force. So, but like, you know, that thing lived. But yeah, Marcel, he had uh, Gina with selfless trajectory simulator and Seismix. You don't see that too typically. Normally, it's like marksmanship proton bombs. But selfless is super good, especially when you have four shields. Uh, Natrum Pollard with hopeful trajectory simulator and ion bombs. Kind of scary. Hopeful boosting B-wings is kind of funny. But they can't be stressed, so it's a little bit iffy. Uh, Hobby, because it's hobby. Blount, because it's Blount. And Magva, uh, who's very useful against all these heavily re-rolling modified attacks with all these loadout points. She had Hopeful and Sabine, because you need a Sabine carrier when you have seismic charges, for sure. Leia, always good. Contraband. And the last ship he had was Shara with Crackshot Thread Tracers. A-Wing Shara, obviously. Um, so a solid list. It can get things done. I mean, obviously, it can get things done. Um, I like it. I like Sabine with uh, trajectory simulated seismic charges because I'm a terrible yeah, person. You get all, <laughs> both terrible people. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say that I like it because it's degenerate that B-Wings can throw bombs. But if you're going to have trajectory sim B-Wings, I think you should try to find a place to have Sabine in your list. Rebels and their lack of range restrictions. Uh but man, to hit something with seismic and just be like, you get a tractor and you get an ion, and like you get a jam or whatever. Yeah, just can hit a lot of ships because he did that. And I think one of the games I was watching, he just like hit three ships at once and then just like pass all these tokens out and ruin his life. Yeah, it was it was definitely a a game, but it was good. Uh, it was a a solid final. It really shows how much more strategy there is in this game instead of just pure tactics. I, I've been reading that the skill is gone from this game now. Wait, wait, is it in also in like Europe? <laughs> Have you been reading things from there? Uh, I mean, like it's not just Europe. Those are the places that don't like the changes for reasons. Yeah. Oh, I, I understand. I, I I get it. I hear a lot of arguments for and against things. It's, I'm enjoying it a lot. I think it's fun. I think it's still skillful. You're just using different skills. 
I think Nantex should be perma banned. <laughs> also, legitimate reasons for you thinking that, Cody. But also, your rogs Nantex are fun. This is the official podcast of the Nantex Starfighter. Legitimately, I think we're the only podcast that was always like enjoyed the Nantex. <laughs> at least you and I have. Yeah, at least the two out of the three of us, you know. <laughs> Some of us like to have fun. Yeah, know? I'm having fun. <laughs> Top four, Kyle Lambecker. Uh, he had Anakin, Anita, with Malice, Brilliant Evasion, Marksmanship, Auto Blasters, R787, and Hall Upgrade. My preferred version of that particular Anakin. You can get, like, three crits with just a focus and a couple hits or whatever. That's That's scary. Yeah, it's pretty nasty, Anakin. Three unblockable crits. So I'm so glad they gave Anakin back his cannon slot with uh, Malice. <laughs> Can we talk about, like, why did the Eda get its cannon slot back? Like, that was sort of a... Unless you, like, limit, restrict autoblasters or just straight ban autoblasters. I'm fine with other Adas getting it. I just don't think Anakin should have it. You know what? I like autoblasters on any non-mobile ship. I've heard so, a lot of people saying they should just outright ban auto blasters in general. I would not be against it whatsoever. It's, but it's, it is sad because the only ship that's really, really abused it is the Edis. You had Seek swarms, but I thought those were okay. Like it actually made the Seeks like different. Now there's a nasty Boba walking around with auto blasters. That can get real scary. I think Paul Heaver flew it. Yeah, now that Sunny is too expensive, <laughs> like auto blasters should be banned. Uh, in his list, continuing on, he had that Anakin. He also had Wolf, Wolf with Crash Shot and R4P17 and Hall Upgrade. R4P17 is the one where you do a red maneuver, you can do an action. Yep. Have spend a charge. You got two. I like Wolf. I'm not entirely convinced he's worth five points, but I do really like Wolf. I am surprised he didn't have Fetch and Tail Gunner. It seems like an auto-include for Wolf. I would take it over Crackshot. Yeah. I think actually when I built him out, it was Marksmanship and uh, Veteran Tail. But I didn't do nearly as well as he did, so. Uh, he also had Barris with Instinctive Aim Caution Missiles because that's happening a lot. Contrail because it's Contrail. And then he had If you notice, though, he had the wrong title. No, that is a typo. He brought Bash. <laughs> Don't listen to it. He just entered it in wrong. I Judge. <laughs> he also had Click with Hall, Bash, and Proton Bombs, which is also a distinct lack of R3, which is really interesting. Yeah. I, no, yeah. We, interesting. And, and also, it's a lack of the... Uh, a lot of people have been bringing uh, Dene. Because she just seems significantly... She has a lot of uses for denying the middle objective. I've done so many dirty things to, like, Luke Skywalker with Denny. It's so fun. I love her. But yeah, that's that's a solid list. I mean, you have, uh, like, four really fast ships and Wolf. Who can do damage. He's also medium-based, so, you know, it counts for the area control one. And Courtney Moore. Yeah, uh, I know Kyle lost to 
I believe Nathan, because it was like a Republic, Republic, Rebel, Rebel, I believe. So, uh, yeah, Courtney Moore, he also came in fourth. David Sam with Elusive, Lando, Veteran Tail Gunner, Chopper Crew. Uh, Gina with Marksmanship, Trajectory, Proton Bombs, Edrio 2 Tubes <laughs> with Ion Torps Contraband. Uh, Shara with Starboard Slash Concussion Missiles. That's an interesting Shara. And also Ben Thick with Marksmanship Magva K2SO Hall Upgrade. Um, what does Lando do again? Uh, something, something roll. Roll two green dice, get whatever results. If you don't have one, your opponent chooses either a focus or an evade for two points. Okay. I mean, it is technically beneficial. You either get a focus or an evade. Or sometimes both. Or two evades and two focuses. Good luck. I can't argue with being top four. Also, you have four tubes, and that's just funny. And also, Benthic doesn't have perceptive co-pilot. I just want to know where these crew members are fitting in these ARC 170s. Like, where where, where are Lando and Chopper? Like, Chopper, I guess, can fit in the astromech slot. But, like, Yeah. You know, from my experience, arcs don't actually have crew slots. They just have two gunner slots. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> FFG or not. Oh, geez. AMG hates me. That's why. Um, yeah, uh, I do really like K2SO with Shara in any list, especially A-Wing Shara. She can just roll up with the lock and then use the calculate for that to convert. It's so good. It's so useful. That seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Char is a steal for three points, too. Yeah, Char is amazing. I don't know why she's three points, but I will take her a lot. Because she's really hard to pull off the ability. Yeah, right. Okay. Whatever you say, Cody. It's Rebels. It's not like they have any token sharing or be able to coordinate or pass tokens in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, there's no way to help people out. I haven't seen A-Wing Hera since 2.5. Well, I mean, hell, even with you can you can K two S O somebody else, and like Benthic can just pass Shara the focus as well too. Like, there's just there's, he can do both. He yeah, can yeah, recalculate yeah, and yeah, a focus. You can do both. You're not wrong. Uh, I, I always like the K two S O combo with her. So, um, there's more uh, Republic in top eight because, of course, there are. John Babcock, he had Obi-Wan with Patience and Sick to Vave and Concussion Missiles and CLT. That's a very interesting list. They're loadout for him. Um, Plo Koon with Patience, R2-D2, and Ion Missiles. Because R2-D2 can destroy devices sure can. after you move. So even if they shot that bomb at you, R2-D2 can just jump on it. Captain America style. Yeah, well, that's uh, pretty good with all the tragedy Simbi wings out there. Yeah. And you're a five and you're reposition because it's like after you maneuver, so you can still do like the boost kind of thing or the barrel <laughs> roll to get closer to it. Uh, Barris with instinctive and concussion missiles because people. I uh, contrail with Bash because he's contrail. And then another wolf with expert handling, R4P, and seventh fleet gunner. Nice. It's a little counterintuitive for me to have Seventh Fleet on Wolf because Wolf 
actually hits. I mean, Plo can take the right deplete from him. Yeah, that's the nice I mean, thing. It's thematic too. Plo and Wolf in the same squad. Wolf pack. Yeah, ironically, no Wolf pack cards. Because, you know, you need a crew slot for that to bring that into an arc. You would. But yeah, that's uh, it's a nice, I'm not going to say wholesome Republic list, but it's, it's a Republic list. There's a lot of concussion missiles. Mayan missiles, very solid. Uh, Steve Cotillo, I hope that's his last name, with an Empire list at top eight. Finally, something, something not Republican rebel. Right. It's a tie heavy, guys. Yeah. Lighten with ion cannon hull upgrade and the maneuver assist one. Uh, Nash with shield upgrade. Laurier without maneuver hull upgrade. Mind you, all these interceptors have sensitive controls too. So, so you can system phase do the bendy barrel roll with Laurier. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun. That Star Viper. Right. It's That's so cool. Um, Goran with Predator and Shield Upgrade. Scoring super good. Yep. And then Sabak with Elusive Counter Nets and Shield Upgrade. Yeah. It's a uh, lot of offense. You get rerolls off Lighten. You have Outmaneuver on Laurier. And if you notice, those Interceptors all have four health, so they probably aren't getting one shot. You say that, Cody. Have you seen my games? <laughs> they shouldn't be getting one shot. Guy had one hit. It's range three obstructed. I have Plo Koon with a dedicated reroll, and he takes a damage. That was my most recent game. <laughs> uh, I don't remember who, but I want to say somebody from Grand Rapids in the first round of combat killed three interceptors <laughs> with his five ship rebel list. <laughs> That's pure Michigan right there. That's what that you, is. You love, you love to see it. <laughs> Oh, but also Lighten is a lower initiative than Goran, so you can just pass through the evade, which is super useful. Yeah, especially with, with all, all that hull for just those, uh, yeah, those brutes can just die. But yeah, being able to just throw it and evade or even Sabak, like giving an evade to Sabak so that way. No, Sabak they're the same boost. initiative. You can't do that. Oh, that's right. Damn it. I4. He can only give it to uh, Nash and Lighten then. The playtesting only sort of works for Goran. Bastards. I like Sabak, but honestly, I also like Hull Shield Upgrade Sabak because that's a pain. That might actually live. They have double mod slots. Um, Sabak has double mod slots and 10 points or 11 points, so you can put marksmanship on it. So here's the thing if you actually proc elusive, then you're fine. Like, you get more than one hull upgrade, you get a shield upgrade. Yes. But also spike damage protection. I don't know. I just like having like a what is that a six health yeah, Spock? Who doesn't want a six health tie striker? Yeah. I don't think we're gonna go. I mean, we're not gonna go through like all the list. I just also want to point out uh, Kieran Smitsky. Simsky. He's also top eight. Shara. And the arc proton torpedoes. Love it. Ifisan with hopeful Leia. Thane with crack shot and ion torps. Kraken with pens, passive sensors and ion torps. Blount and Derek. Nice. Awesome list. Shout out to Kieran. Solid dude. 
Love you, bro. It's like seven ships, right? And they're all like just efficiency. He might have listened to our podcast, you know, when we were talking about efficient rebel ships. He might if he listened yeah. to the podcast, he would have had Ursa Rand and the Child on Shara, though. Were those legal for? You're right. They weren't. Got yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, you shoot first with Kraken, you can give Shara a target lock or a focus, whichever one she's missing. You have Leia. You have Thane with ion torpedoes. You can also double mod that with Kraken. Thane is just a really good four four point ship in Rebels right now. Yeah, I'm not sure why they made him four points, but man, is he really good. Yeah. But he only has seven loadout points. You're right. Yeah, just enough for crack shot and ion torpedo. <laughs> so good. Or just like straight plasma torpedoes, you know? Or like R three ion torps. We we already built them out, but yeah, I mean ion torps is pretty good with them because if you're guaranteed to do the if you know you're going to do the ion, you can just like I want to spend this result to look at something. Uh, but I I think that's a really cool list. Um, I don't know who we lost to in the top eight. Was Nathan Idy? I was going to say it's probably just Nathan. So I mean, if you're going to lose, you might as well lose the guy who won. And the last. Top eight is Ben Wetton. I really, really like this list, and I want to play it in real life because it's so cool. I don't want to play against you in real life. I would love it. This this list is so awesome. I just need more X1s. Same. So you had three hollow grade X1s. Uh, Zertic with Discipline and Thread Tracers. Nash with Thread Tracers and Baffle because you have two extra points. Uh, and Goron with elusive and shield upgrade, and the interceptors have sensitive controls. Yeah, so it's like shot the interceptors easy. <laughs> <laughs> they still get to engage. True, but yeah, I mean Goran always super good. Everyone in that list is lower initiative than him. The X ones now have six health. Yeah. and you don't get half points and three quarters of the objective scenarios. So. Good luck chewing through that. Even if you got half points, you only get one point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I used to have five tie advanced X1s, but you know, back then I'm like, I'm never gonna need five tie advanced. Like I'm only gonna ever fly probably Darth Vader. So I'm just gonna get rid of some of these. Now I wish I hadn't gotten rid of some of these. I have two, but it's like one from 1.0, one from like the Raider. The Raider, I think that's yeah. one that came with. Yeah. Yeah, it came with the Raider. So, but they are released, obviously, in Black Box. So people can go pick up all of them because yep. I'm sure they're selling a lot now. Yeah. Go, go buy some. I want to give a shout out to the most degenerate list, flown by a really good guy, though. Can you guys guess which one it is? Is it Doug Howe's list? Yes. I was going to say, is it Doug Howe? <laughs> Completely degenerate. Personal hero of mine. One, separatists. So I think that's the only separatist in the top cut. Yep, so good was. for him. I mean, he's an incredible player. Oh, man. Grievous, because you can't not take Grievous in a separatist list. He's nope. so good for five points. Yep. He might be the best five-point chip in the game. But yeah, and without maneuver and pervium afterburners and soulless one. The correct Grievous build. He, yeah. The only other thing you could do is maybe put shield upgrade on there, but maneuverability is king though. Yeah. That afterburners is so good. But speaking of afterburners, Cody's your favorite. Sun Fock with Ensnare Predator and Afterburners. Why? 
Just why? <laughs> so you can like five straight bank boost tractor straight forward and pick up an objective? Or Yeah, yeah, that's what people are gonna do. Or no. or ensnare your ship. <laughs> but they can't put me on a rock anymore, they say. That's true, which is why he brought the other things in his list that are just mines. <laughs> Can you, you can track people onto mines now, can't you? You still, no, you still always can. good, yeah. I mean, I know you. I know you always good, but yeah, you still can. Okay. Yeah, they're not obstacles. That's good. I just wanted to make sure I didn't. Yep. So he's got one, two, three bombardment drones. Two of them with proxies. One with cluster mines. Beautiful. And a counternet. Yeah. And, and con- one counternet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, the two that's proxy mines simple. have the delayed fuses. Yep. Yep. So, Fly over, fly over your mine. It's fine. Yeah, because those are the ones. Aren't those the ones that regurgitated in front of them? Yes, I think the bomb, the bombardment <laughs> drones. You can right. So drop you can in front of you. you drop it in front of you and then fly over it with yep. um, blade fuses and then some fucking tractor someone onto it. it yep, it's be, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's so cool. We have completely different definitions of beautiful <laughs> and cool. I mean, people will remember how Sunfock is still really good because Sunfock is actually really good right now. Yeah, I he's probably the second best piece in Separatist right now. I can't really argue with that. I mean, he's six points with like 18 loadout. I mean, you got a lot of options you can do. Yep. Granted, you know, Ensnare's 10 points, so you got to staple that on there. But, you know. After bonus, six points. So you have two points to play with, actually. Yeah. Predator, so... Right, it almost built itself. It's so easy, does. even a child could do it. Listen, he has three talent slots. He can actually put like marksmanship and some other garbage thing on there. Yeah, I mean, you, you really you could, yeah. Ah, oh, that's so good, though. Actually, if we want to roll it back real quick, there's other people that have been flying like Goran and Nash, and then interceptors like Alpha interceptors. Do you like that more than X ones? Because I like the X ones more. I I do as well. I feel like X ones X ones are less prone to just being like nuked off the board. So I think interceptors have a higher have a lower floor, higher ceiling. Uh, the X ones just they don't get variants destroyed instantly by and one blank out helps. Yep. Or four health if you have the whole upgrade. Right. Why not four health, six health? You just gotta really make sure those threat tracers hit. Unlike that one game that he had that knocked him out of top eight. I was gonna say both threat tracer shots in the same round. Was it against the three agility ship? I don't recall offhand. It might have been like Barris. So I guess, but So they actually do have issues hitting three agility ships, especially if they have Mods on defense. Yeah. And you are not going to do damage if you don't hit with the three traces. It also makes you wonder why people are putting Baffle on, like, Nash, and, or, um, yeah, instead of, like, Munitions Failsafe. That might save you. I mean, when are you going to use Baffle? Very, very rare circumstances. Yeah. But we have, to, we have to fill out all of our loadout points, though. We can't have just one point not being used. So I believe two first order lists made it up there, Cody. Did you look at those? I so have not just yet. a crazy amount of bombs. <laughs> also, 
I did just notice Ursa Ren was legal for uh, the event. So yeah, well, Ursa came out Mando back. Yeah, the Pride of Mandalore stuff. And then the child came out. Oh, child came out this pack. Okay, With the gauntlet. Yeah, not the gauntlet. The Razor Crest. Well, the Eli Bauman. He was first order. He had Revis because it's Revis. <laughs> Malaris with cluster missiles. I believe that's a TIE fighter one. So good. Um, static with marksmanship, crack shot, and auto blasters, which is really mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You cannot crack shot auto blasters, luckily. Yeah, but not that it matters because you already have the crit. But. Right. Um, Midnight with elusive and swarm tactics and magpulse and targeting synchronizer. Magpulse is really good, by the way, guys. Yes. Just saying. Uh, also, Swarm Tactics, because you also have Whirlwind. Mm-hmm. So you can do shenanigans with that. Uh, Whirlwind and Marksmanship, pre- Predator, Cluster Missiles, Optics. So you just roll up, get four focus, like take two Cluster Missile shots. I have focus for this shot and then Advanced Optics, and then I have focus for this shot and Advanced Optics. And Seems the nice good. thing is that Midnight has Targeting Synchronizer, so you can just shoot off the Cluster Missiles anyways without actually taking a lock. Which is awesome. He also had Nightfall with Predator Ion Missiles, Pattern Analyzer, and Sensors Grabblers. So uh, good on him for bringing Nightfall. Double Whispers. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really cool list. It's nice that Midnight's finally seeing some play. I think four points is a pretty decent spot for her with 15 loadout points. Which is even weird because, you know, like, average lists are like four to five ships. But everyone's all spread out now, so it's like she could actually have her ability and use it. Yeah, she just locks in on one target and just makes that target some damn nightmare. Also, Magpulse on Midnight just really funny. Yeah. But yeah, the tie, the crit those, through. those two tie whispers were also in the other FO list. They were. Flew by another amazing person, Donald Williams. He had a grudge with elusive ATP, which is risky nowadays. Electro chaff, skilled bombardier, and proxy mines. Dread with electro chaff, skilled bombardier, proxy mines. Whirlwind with marksmanship predator, prockets, and sensor scramblers. Prockets is really funny in Whirlwind. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just got to make sure you get that bullseye. Uh, Nightfall with marksmanship, prockets, sensor scramblers. And then Gideon uh, with Marksmanship, Fanatical, Biohack, Crypt's Code, Agent Terex, and Commander Pyre. Commander, Commander Pyre, Pyre is, is so good. He's dirty. It's, I mean, okay, Terex is also really good. Like, let's not forget that. Uh, Crypt's Code is super good. I mean, Gideon's a force. So you're not doing super shenanigans with that. But man, Commander Pyre. To just put it on whoever is like super close to their objective and tell them that they just can't actually spend their action to get it. <laughs> it's so funny. So silly. And don't forget that defensive reroll that comes up a lot more often nowadays. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a solid list. Electro traffic missiles really mess people up. Mm-hmm. Especially if you can throw it at whatever ang- like speed you want to do because yeah. of skilled bombardier. Yeah, it's, it, it seems like it approaches really well um, in, like, jousting situations. I mean, also, like, the the FO bombers, that, you know, system phase boost makes them deceptively fast. 
And that's really nice for like getting away from things if you have a box or whatever, or like getting to objectives quicker, which is cool. I mean, also a lot of bombs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about Travis's list too, Cody. Probably. It's a nice little PvP punch him in the mouth list. Yeah. It's got a, I mean, this is what, like a four ship list, right? Yeah. Yep, it's a four ship list. Luke with instinctive aim, outmaneuver, proton torpedoes, R3, and afterburners. It's a very punchy, very scary Luke. Uh, Chewbacca with hopeful Baze Malbus, Ursa, Ren, Biston, and the title, because that's free. Uh, Sabine with a help maneuver, Predator, Ion Missiles, and Mando Optics. Super good. Mm-hmm. And then Hobby, because it's Hobby. Yep. And so, like, the really cool thing about Luke is, like, he target locks whoever he's going to kill, and then he target locks Chewie to give Chewie double mods on offense. Because it's of the way like Ursa we Ren talked works. about this like yep. several weeks ago. I know. And like Ursa Ren now has two double modded shots because yep. she has, uh, like, Chewie has two target locks and two focus. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you pull off Bays, because that works with the bumping focus as well, they rolled. Mm hmm. So you can just get a couple focus, a couple uh, target locks with Piston, Chewbacca's. Kind of a pain to kill. I mean, you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna crit chain him. And you know, a Falcon's super tanky. They have like 13 health. <laughs> Hard to kill, especially when Luke's after One him. One of my favorite things is hopeful makes uh, Rebel Chewy like resistance Chewy. Yep. <laughs> like you kill my ship, I'm gonna boost range one now. Or focus if he didn't end up getting that because he did something else. But yeah, that's that's a, that's a cool list. He did really well with it. I think you played him, right, Cody? I did not play him. No, I or was not, too busy like submarining later on. Fair uh, no, he didn't fly this list. He ah. subs- he was doing a test. He had the gauntlet in instead of Chewy. Oh, fair enough. With Ezra, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was Ezra. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting things in uh, the you know top cut over there at Adepticon, a bunch of variety of lists, um, a lot of things that we probably have spoken about before, so that's really cool to be semi-validated. <laughs> so, I know we've talked about uh, Mark Garberg's scum list. Do we want to talk about Mark Myers's top resistance list? Because it has four Y-wings. I mean, yeah. Right? Why not? He yeah. had a bucket. Because he's Bucket, and he's good. Merle with Starbird and uh, Shield Upgrade. Kai Thranali with Marksmanship. I mean, this is the Y-Wing one. Spoilers. Kai Thranali with Marksmanship, Dorsal, uh, the Wartime Lowdown, and Ion Missiles. Uh, Wizla Teslo. I hate Star Wars names so much. I complain (laughs) about this every podcast. Uh, With Dorsal, Bombla Generator, and Wartime Loadout. Teza Nazds with dorsal Connor Nets, wartime and ion missiles. And then Zori Bliss with marksmanship, dorsal R4, wartime loadout, plasma torpedoes, and cluster missiles. Because you can outfit her with whatever the hell you want. Yeah, she, th- she can get thick. Just remember in 2.0, like loading up, if somebody came in with that Zoe loadout, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, it has a lot of ion control. It has a lot of iron control and a lot of health. 
Like, yeah. You, chewing through nine health of ships isn't fun, especially when they have 180-degree arcs and bombs. Right. And Merle. Yeah. I mean, Merle is uh, always solid. You might actually be able to hit people with it, which is like a normal attack. Okay, guys, here's a fun quiz. What does a Wizla Tashlo do? Without um, looking it up. Isn't that the uh, pass a token behind you? No. <laughs> it's I, I after no you idea. do an attack. If they were dealt a face-up damage card, they get one strain unless it chooses one non-reoccurring charge from once upgrade and loses it. And there are four, which same as with Kythernali. Hmm. Right. I wonder how frequently that ever came up. I mean, we could find out. The sucky thing is, too, is that she doesn't actually have marksmanship because she can't take it. <laughs> she can't actually, like, consistently get crits. It's real sad. What if, just whole up, I mean, whole breach is the first crit, and then here comes Wilson. <laughs> All the strain. <laughs> it is worth noting that she actually can shoot second because everyone else is fours or ones. Other than Zori, so. But also remember that the wartime loadout, if you're doing a secondary attack, they can't, like, cancel the crits. Only if they're in your bullseye. Right. So that, that helps with, like, uh, marksmanship and all that kind uh, of stuff, which is probably, I assume, why they have it on there. Uh, so it's one point really good for, like, salvage mission. Yeah. People forget about the config, though. <laughs> so... You mean it's not just a two-shield with a white target lock? Yeah. Yeah, it also sort of eventually does things if people actually remember how to do it. So poor resistance just did not perform nearly as well as I, one would expect. He, he was one win away from making cut, and it was a really close game to end it. Did anyone fly like the resistance? <laughs> There's a few resistance less, but. You know, if you keep scrolling down, you can see me at the bottom of the four twos. <laughs> That's fair, man. These are just so much trouble. Wasn't there like 50 rebel lists? No, 51 rebel lists, 50 republic lists. Yep. Which is absurd. I'm going to go with, I scrolled down to 141. I found seven resistance lists, so. Uh, eight. I really should have gotten the statistics on that. You could just control F. Those twelve. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. Cough. Uh, but yeah, that's sad representation. I don't think resistance is necessarily that bad, but also I think other things are too good. So that's probably what's holding it down. What is it? Those seventeen scum and uh, wait, separatist. Who cares? On to the talk of the gauntlet. Um, you know, the gauntlet came out. That thing is huge. It doesn't fit on Matt's peg, so that's kind of funny. I Wait, have to really? check mine. Well, yeah. no, it's just it's loose on the peg. Does it doesn't it doesn't stick on the peg snug? It's oh, exactly wow. the one ship you want to be loose on your peg that can yeah, just flop off and fly anywhere. And what I heard was that they made it so it's actually really snug. So yours might be the the only yours is the only one I've heard so far that had this issue. I'm so happy. You should sell it for more money. 
Yeah, congratulations. You won the lottery. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if we're going to be completely honest, this, this thing's not fit in any case that I have. I might as well just super glue the, the epic peg inside of it because i mean i'm not i'm not putting it in like a carrying case that's that's entirely respectable um but it does have let's see so it's a large base ship obviously yes um, three front two out the back two agility nine hull two shields which is actually roughly equivalent to the lancer except for instead of a rear arc they have a mobile turret so that's cool what I remember from playing the Lancer a lot is they need one more shield or else they start dying prematurely. And this has one more hole, so that's almost the same thing, right? Uh, sure. You know what else this has that the Lancer doesn't have and really wishes it has had? Normal, actual human slots and a stop. I was going to go with a gunner slot, but sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's start with the Rebels. I'm not sure exactly where you would fit a gauntlet into Rebels right now, because they just have so many really good ships. Because uh, both... Okay. There's generic ones we're not going to talk about at all. So no. <laughs> Chopper and Ezra are both seven points. Chopper actually has a little bit more loadout at 18. Ezra's at 16. And they do have the same abilities as the ghosts. Right. Which actually is slightly relevant for Chopper because you can't, I mean, you don't want to take that red focus anymore. Um, when If you hit them. And Ezra's good-ish because they actually have red actions. They have a red coordinate and a red reinforce. Yeah. And I think this is probably the best use of Ezra so far that we've gotten. TIE Fighter Ezra, man. It's got that crew slot. This yeah, is true. Sabine and Ezra just in a TIE fighter. I don't know how yeah. they're fitting in there. I don't want to know how. But yeah, it's just like, can you justify taking Chopper or Ezra over something like Luke? Or splitting that into two ships? Why don't you take Ezra and Luke? I mean, possibly. It depends on like the scenario, because Assault, it is really good. Luke does die. Yeah. Uh, Ezra's not really going to die. Yeah, the nice thing about these is that they seem to be just enough health with agility to not get taken off the table. You might lose three points in half health, but again, that's, you know, that's a quarter of the objectives there, so whatever. Especially Ezra with the title, though. Like, yeah. you have, you're going to take the evade token... A lot of the times, if you do that, so you have force, evade, and you're probably still going to be stressed. And if you do it right, you have like contraband or something, so you have evade, force, focus. You aren't really going to take damage. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were we were theory crafting and looking at other Ezra builds that have been floating around. Uh, some people spoke about how you can just put Maul and the child on there and then just have four force. And then I think you get two of them back if you take the stress off Maul. So, yeah, yep, that's not bad. Uh, you, but also you can have Maul and Ursa Ren because that's also six points. And depending and on your mind. list, that can get real nasty. 
Mm-hmm. Just take two locks and you have two force and Azra's ability. So if you happen to get double focuses or whatever, you just spend one mm-hmm. force, which is pretty nice. No, um, not just that, but also like the ship doesn't care if you're stressed because of the title. So you can take that double stress yeah. and just keep doing whites, whatever. Yep. And if you put, I mean, this is going ahead a little bit in the notes, but putting Hera on Ezra as well is really good. Or what if you had a Leia uh, carrier? Because now really those reds <laughs> are whites. Or being slightly more relevant, you can red coordinate someone have them pick up a target lock on you or uh, someone with r3 or something so then you're stressed you have a lock and you have your force and your ability yeah so yeah i think ezra's pretty good but yeah one of the other builds speaking of leia was you can have like compassion leia contraband and like magva so you really don't want to shoot as of right now, because you have Magva. But, you know, he has a lot of hulls. You can pull Compassion, which is pretty nice. And, you know, yeah, Leia, and Leia's always really good. And I know Cody suggested earlier that you could put Hera and also Kanan on that list. Just keep doing red and white maneuvers, keep the stress, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works with the title, right? With Kanan, because mm-hmm. you can reveal an, like a white maneuver. And if you start stressed, you can spend your two charges to get a focus or an evade and then spend chain Kanan's force to remove the stress and then get an action. Yep. Which is real silly. Yeah. Seems pretty good. There's a bunch of cool things that Ezra could do. I'm not sure why people aren't exploring him more, but also that's probably just because you can just take a trajectory B wing and like Shara for the same amount of points. So, or whatever flavor rebel you prefer. I've been seeing Ezra's out there. I just don't know how they're doing. So any build similar to that, or do you know, do you know any of the builds out there? People are running, uh, the hair can and I saw, or I saw a hair with a bunch of other goodies and it was really good. But what ended up happening was the hair started doing a lot of damage to themselves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like hair and chopper. Oh, yikes. And chopper crew. That's, that's so, a lot of damage to yourself. Yeah. Hmm. The one the one I'm thinking of running with Ezra is marksmanship, Hera, Ursa, veteran tail gunner, false transponder go- codes and the title. Seems kind of dirty, too, when someone like gives you a lock off. Ursa, and then you can just lock something else and pop off whatever they have or give them a jam. Yep. Pretty nasty. That is the plan. It's almost like Ursa Ren might be a little undercosted at six points. Ah, dude, I think she seems really good. I haven't played She's with incredible. it yet. I haven't played with it yet. I might bring this list on Sunday to the tournament. Do it. But yeah, Ursa seems like dirty. I'm probably bringing I'm bringing the gauntlet for sure. I've got like three gauntlet lists I want to mess around with. I haven't decided which one yet. How are you carrying it? I'm just gonna carry it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna super glue it on the peg and I'm gonna hold it around like a popsicle. <laughs> uh, also, we probably shouldn't leave out Chopper. You know he exists. Yeah, Chopper is wholesome. 
Um, I like Fen. I mean, you could do like proton bombs, novice technician, shield upgrade, and Fen Rao crew, which I kind of like because of all the A wings and also like Fang fighters that you have in Rebels. Uh, so you can basically, if you know Fen Rao is there uh, when they uh, well. Out, out the range two, zero to two. If their maneuver is one speed or higher than the enemy, and it's in their front arc at range one, uh, your your ship can remove a non-lock red token, which is useful for like Sabine and an A-Wing or the Rebel Fang fighters. Especially like, uh, was it Boudica, the one that gets like the strain or whatever, the deplete if she shoots twice. So you can pop that off just when she activates. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, it might help. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough to build for Chopper. There's so many. I mean, you can just put on like Leia. You can do whatever you want with those kind of things. But the big difference is, the big problem is you get two more loadout. But for two less loadout, you get a force and an initiative. Yeah. I don't know. Just bring, just put the clan run commandos on there and just have fun. <laughs> Fair, actually. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's only seven points. You have 11 points after that. Do whatever you want. Let's see. Uh, up next is the gauntlet for the Empire. I don't know where it fits in any list. Hey, hey, okay. Hear me out on this. You have Gar Saxon. You have Mando Optics. Okay, you well, have... hold on. Gar Saxon's eight points with a 20-point loadout. Yes. Captain Hark is seven with a 15-point loadout. And neither of them can take any title. Now you may proceed with Gar Saxon. You, you don't need a title, okay? Because you have Mando <laughs> Optics and Grand Moff Tarkin. And they work together. You're, so you just give you, give you an entire list of target lock on somebody in your front arc. That's the title. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> and you still have 11 points to play with. That's true. He's eight points. And then maybe you get the ability. I don't know. I mean, Gar Saxon's ability is like really cool. Yeah. But. <laughs> you just put Cena Re in there. Go Re, get behind him. Just like doing a bunch of damage. I don't know. I mean, you can do. Like Gar Saxon and like four X ones or four like uh, interceptors, like all the mm -hmm. I3 lists. So you can have them shoot first. You can build like and one of the loads I have for them is like Marksmanship, Seven Sister, Tiber Saxon, and like Baskar Reinforced Plating because crits, you know, you don't want to get crit chained. But uh, I like, I like Tiber Saxon. So after you perform an attack at range one to two, and it hits. If the defender has no face-up damage cards, you can spend one or more charges, and for each one you spend, they get a strain token. That seems pretty good. Which seems is really, good. really silly with his ability and like an X one who has a lock on him. Especially, yeah, like the X one's shooting after him. So right, um, which is kind of why you'd have to be in alone because he is also a three. So you have to have solid ships after him which you know the interceptors and the next ones are they can do plus it's still a five ship list which is a little scary 
I've I've been thinking about doing Gar Saxon with a Sloan Swarm. See, I thought of that, and then I didn't want to delve into that evil. Yeah, I have Gar Saxon, Gor- Goron, and then four Tie Fighters, Night Beast, and three Obsidians. <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. Everyone's stressed all the time. Yep. And then I got Dropseat Bay on Gar Saxon with Captain Hark. Captain Hark is so good. Like, you should almost always have him, unless there's a good reason not to. Like, I have Seven Sister because of the Force. Captain Hark, you know, after you full execute a red maneuver, if you are not focused, you can spend one charge to gain a focus. Pretty solid on... Gauntlet's really funny on Reapers. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good on Reapers. And it's only four points. Like it's, it's right. no, I'm sorry, it's three, three, three points. I'm sorry. Three points, three points. for that ability. It, yeah, twice a game. Good. It's four it points because of Drop Seat Bay, though. Yeah, Drop Seat Bay, but if you're going to put on a Reaper, yeah, it's three points. Reaper's where it's at. But yeah, I mean, Gar Saxon, he can do things i might try him with a five ship list of x1s once i pick up two more of those i can split them with interceptors so i don't know yeah maybe you should fly that do that which for one? the tournament which one or saxton yeah Why not? he's, he's definitely one he's definitely one of the three i just don't know how i don't want to make everybody sad with all these with sloan though <laughs> well if you're gonna ring sloan don't go to the tournament but <laughs> Uh, there is another pilot in there, Captain Hark himself. It's weird because you take Captain Hark on Gar Saxon, and then when you have Hark, you take Gar Saxon. <laughs> uh, Gar Saxon crew is eight points, which is kind of a lot. But on a friendly ship at range one to three with initiative four or lower, performs an attack against the defender you have locked. That attacker could change one focus to a hit result. Seems good. It seems like it's just made for Goron swarms. <laughs> <laughs> because you can do Goron in like three X1s. And just have that as your list. <laughs> Which seems really good. I mean, you can also put like Veteran Tail Gunner, Connor Nass, Baffle, whatever other flavor you want. But I really like it with Gar Saxon. I was going to say, it's really good for like saving that focus defensively or using it defensively. Like, Yep. Like you say, and just have the evade or have double evades, whatever. <laughs> right. I'm definitely not getting one shot now. But the best thing about it, uh, if you have Gar Saxon, you just take an evade and then you have Goran give yourself an evade. Yeah. I'll give somebody an evade. But the best part about Captain Hark, he's a side slipping <laughs> large ship. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. I'm not sh- entirely convinced that it's incredible of ability because I don't have a blue one straight or a one straight at all, but it's cool. I would love to Tokyo Drift something stupid like a gauntlet. <laughs> it's like Tokyo Drifting a back truck. Imagine, like, bumping into something on your side slip, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep, we're here, and, well, we have to take the ship off because... <laughs> Literally broadside something. They're it's not allowed to take the ship off anymore, though. It's against the rules. No, no, no they, they, they added that. that. You can do that now. Oh, okay. I was making sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, both of these actually seem pretty cool. 
but also they're they seem to be very niche but also just fill it out with what's been good of goran and whatever other three attack dice ship you want to bring yeah goran interceptors don't be, don't be a degenerate and fly with sloan <laughs> oh i'm so happy sloan's on the list with like commander pyre i would not be yeah. happy about that so on to the Republic Gauntlet, the one that is nobody cares. The worst one, particularly exciting. Uh, just Bo-Katan, uh, she has seven points with a twenty-four point loadout, which is substantial. If only it was good, <laughs> or if only you didn't have better options for seven points in the Republic, right? Yeah, That—that's the problem. Because that's like Hawk and Contrail. Or like Dinny and I don't know your choice of Jedi or Barris, like CLT Barris and CLT Chopper Ahsoka. Yeah, and or, it, it, it's not like she has like a great ability to offset the fact that she's expensive either. Yeah, I mean, it's just after she fully executes a maneuver. Uh, you can gain one deplete to choose an object in your front arc at range one to two. If you do, another friendly ship may perform a lock action, which is solid if you have, like, an Eda. I mean, it's not an incredible ability. It's not a bad ability, especially because I think she'll get blocked less because things are a little bit spread out. But also, they're kind of awkward, and they're fast. And it's only one to two, and her front arc, and she takes a deplete. Yeah, the depletes the thing that, <laughs> the, the depletes the thing that kills it for me. But you can do things to make that a little bit better. Like in one of the builds that I would run with her, you can have a Soka Gunner. So I guess after you execute a maneuver, you can give a lock and a focus. Yay. Uh, I mean, you have Mando Optics on there. You can have fives because fives is actually pretty good. She's a four, so most people are four and above. Unless you're going against like a lot of Empire. Uh, so, you know, taking an evade when you activate is actually solid for a two agility ship. Yep. And you do something like clan training, you know. Uh, that way you still get a focus. <laughs> Uh, you're missing commandos, though. I mean, you can do commandos. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen another build out there which had, like, Enduring, Ayla, Wolfpack, and Electrochaff. Which is kind of cool. Wolfpack is, I think, underrated. I don't think it's particularly, like, amazing. No, but, if you have but, a long, uh, but if you have a bunch of low-initiative ships, it's really good. And Ayla is always good. Yeah, she's solid. So, uh, I would take all those things and put them on a lat instead. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, lat and contrail. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's kind of funny launching an electro chaff with the gauntlet. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, Bogotan, I don't think. Well, Republic Bogotan, I don't think is particularly amazing. And I don't, I will put myself out there saying no one will bring her to a tournament and never make cut. 
I think that's semi-reasonable. I don't disagree. I think it's fair. <laughs> up, up next, though, is another Bo-Katan, this one for the Separatists. And this one, she has seven points and 24-point loadout, just like the Republic. Um, also, Previsla is there with seven and 18, respectively. Yep. Yep. But Bogdan, you can still put clan training. Uh, but you, you know, you have veteran tail gunner, you do proton bombs, mando optics, but you have Savage, and that's the important part. Savage is super nice. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen him played much, but he should be. I I, I agree. I think Savage is really good. But Bogdan and the Separatist ability. She's before a friendly ship at zero to two activates. You can spend a charge, which she has one of. Not that that's on Yasby, but she does have one charge. <laughs> um, and if you do, that ship may gain a strain to remove a non-stress red or orange token. You know, and- that sounds really handy to remove like a target lock on your Sunfock right. because you don't want to eat munitions. Other right. Sunfock should die. And, you know, what you can do when they take a strain token, if they're in your front arc at one to two, you can give them a focus with Savage. You sure can. <laughs> Which seems real nice. And then Sun Thought can be focus of Aiden. Yeah. And not have, maybe he missed in snare and now he doesn't have his tractor beam. Instead, he has a strain. I don't think that's actually better. Uh, well, wait, you, it's after you activate, not engage. So you that's have true. to have the tractor beforehand. Ah, uh, that's true. Regardless, yes, still solid. I'm not sure where she fits in Separatists. I still have to work on list building for Separatists. They're kind of awkward. But you Start take her, Grievous. you take Grievous. And then I mean, yeah, Sunfock, Bo-Katan, Grievous, and an independent calculating trade federation drone is 10, 20 points. Woohoo. Yeah. Or you could take Crevis and one of these gauntlets and four Trade Federation drones. Especially with Savage, though. So nice. If they get stressed with the Hyena Bombers, right? They have a roll link lock. Mm-hmm. So roll off, take the lock, get a focus. Seems pretty nice. nice. Also, you could just have Savage and like Palpatine if you really want to double up on that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Palpatine's great for handing out stress if you shoot at yeah. them. If you make the mistake of actually trying to take down a gauntlet in the game, then you'd be stressed. Don't do it at range zero. Um, let's see, so uh, Previsla's also there. Um, solid ability, for sure. Uh, you know, just spend the two charges and... Uh, roll an extra die if their initiative is equal to yours or better. And they're, you know, he's three. He's I three, so yeah, it'll probably that's, come that's, up. It's a and good it's every other people. turn. Right. Uh, so you, what you can do is something, you know, if you don't have a pro droid carrier, you can put it on there. Um, that's always fine. You got Ursa Ren and the gunner. So you, when you acquire a lock at an enemy bond range two, there are no friendly units around zero to one of that. You can game and calculate. So you can like approach at and take the lock at range four. And if no one's around there, which things tend to be more spread out now, um, you might get a calculate and then they can roll into range so that you can shoot them. 
and then you get an extra die. Five die primary double mods. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, you can also put on like novice tack, marksmanship, uh, and like a hull upgrade or whatever on those. Yeah, I think pre-visual seems pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, Especially Cody, since it's I know really you... easy to get double mods. Yeah. I mean, Mando optics are super good on that, too, because you can just take the lock and still roll up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mando optics works with Ursaren, but as was brought up, why don't you just have a force carrier? You have quite a few on Separatists, such, yeah. such as Savage. Savage. So good. So, yeah, I mean, you can... You could actually outfit uh, Previsla with a fair amount of really cool things. I mean, if you really want, you could do Mando Optics and Sam, but that seems unnecessary. <laughs> I, I, I think mean, double taps are still nice. Mm-hmm. I like the gauntlets in Separatists. I'm not sure exactly what list I'd build out of it, but I like it. I think it's solid. And uh, up next is the really big one, the scum. Scum. Um, Rook Cass is seven points with an 18-point loadout, and Maul is eight points with 27-point loadout. Do what you want with him, baby. You pretty much can, yeah. So uh, Rook Cast is interesting. I feel like Veteran Tailgunner has to be stapled to a cast. Because yeah. you take that strain and you just get at least one hit no matter what. Right. Uh, Rook cast is before you engage. He's at the three. You can gain a strain uh, and you perform a primary attack. If you're strained, you can change one of your blank or focus results to it. Pretty sure it's a she, by the way. Yes. Regardless, um, you could do something like Mando Optics, Clan Training, and Maul and just go to town on things. Yep. Because you're year three. If you take the strain late, you still have Maul. You have, you know, essentially what is advanced optics. Um, you can take the Mando optics lock early, still have it. And then clan training, you know, if you're range one of them in the front arc, you could just get a red focus. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't have a whole bunch of mods on this shot. Rook can be pretty scary. But I'm not sure if she's worth taking over Bosk. It's an interesting competition. I'm not sure who would output more damage. Um, I feel like... I don't know. Because Bosk, you just take like a wide angle, and because everything's all spread out, Bosk is going to have target on something for a majority of the game. Right. I mean, Rook still has a double arc, and that thing's real fast, so it can, like, chase. Also, it can stop rotate. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'd have to put this on the table, see how I like it compared to the other seven-point costing ships in Scum. But also, there's Maul. Oh, yeah. Eight points, man. Like you said, do what you want. Yeah. I mean, you can do something like... Uh, well, one, I think actually Fenral crew is pretty decent on this one because when you coordinate the people, you give them the strain. Mm -hmm. So when they engage with Fenral crew, they can actually pop it off, which ain't too bad. Nope. So you can do something like hate fearless because you you really should put fearless on this thing. Uh, Zam, contraband, Fenral. You can do 
like uh, try to do an efficiency scum crew list. So you could have like eight fearless, Forlom, Dangar, Zakis, Kira, Novice Technician, Contraband in the drop seat. So you can just do what the hell you want with that. Um, I think I like Kira on on Maul or any gauntlet really because those are big and they can just plow through whatever asteroid they feel like it. And that's really nice. Uh, Forlom's always good to freeze out a green token. Zuckus is funny. It might not come up much, but force him to reroll green dice while also freezing him out of a token. Tell him, fine, you can shoot me. I have Dangar. Like, you can do Malice, Fearless, Forlom, Zam, Greedo, and Baffle if you want to, like, gear it more towards objectives and crits. Or, or he could have seven force points with Savage, <laughs> Ahsoka, and the child. You're, you're not wrong. You're not getting those back, but you can have them. Um, also, it is worth mentioning that you can coordinate him to do coordinates. So you can kind of mitigate his effect of passing out the strain tokens. If you have something like Gleb on like Gamut and he's a three, so you just coordinate a coordinate the ball and then he coordinates everyone else and then you get your stress. So Maul seems really fun. I don't know what I'd put around him. That's, I like, think that's he suffers from the problem with all the other scum stuff. Like he seems like he should be really cool and he has a cool ability, but He's eight points. Like, what else are you going to put I mean, you can do, like, Cad, Manaru, and, like, Nadru and Ahav if you want, like, a five-ship list. Yeah. And they're all lower initiative than Maul. So that might work. I don't know. You could play with it a little bit more. But eh, it's worth a try. Yeah, there's something there for him. I just love, like, Hayden Fearless on that ship is just so dirty. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have Zam, that's so me. No, it's, it's like twenty-seven points. I don't think there's like a right loadout for him. Like it's he's, he can be super flexible. Yeah, it really uh, you can curtail that to your list real well. Anything else about the uh, gauntlets in general, guys? No, no they seem like they're going to be pretty solid. Maybe, uh, yeah, it's sort of a way to see. And also the meta shakeout, if it does end up being a bunch of six, five to seven ship list, they probably aren't going to perform that well. But if it shakes out to be more like a four to five ship list, then they'll definitely have a place. Except for Republic Bokatan. Who? <laughs> I only recognize her in one faction, okay? But yeah, um, it seems like fun. The ship is huge, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> kind of annoying. But it goes up, so you can high-five things. That's real fun. Um, up next, though, is the Razor Crest. Razor Crest. Uh, it has, you know, three out the front, uh, two agility, seven hull, two shields. It's a medium base. Got focus evade, lock, red roll. I mean, you get the evade into a red roll for the title. It seems solid. Well, Q90 seems really solid. Mandalorian's a little bit expensive for my taste. 
Q90 is six points with a 20-point loadout, which is very generous. And the Mandalorian is seven with a 28-point loadout, and that's huge. <laughs> like, that's just one more point than Maul, which is really silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Q90, um, besides just absolutely stapling L3 on them, to be fair, I think you staple L3 to all of these pilots just okay. because it adds six blues to the ship. Yeah. Like, you know, I know he's an initiative five uh, after you fully execute an advanced maneuver, which they have a stop of 5K and two talons. So uh, a wealth of them. You can perform a calculate or barrel roll action even while stressed. And if you do gain a strain... And oh, that is very good with Rook cast. Because when you perform an attack, if you are strained, you may change one of your blank or focus results to a hit. You don't even have also, to do the red action. Also, it does have a white evade to red barrel roll. Yep. Which you should always do instead of just the red barrel roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which... there's literally no reason not to. <laughs> But yeah, you can do that evade, red roll, take the strain, get a mod, get a like dead the, the mod with the calculator or whatever, the evade. Yep. Yeah. Which seems nice. And then you have L3 and then you have uh your choice of elicits or gunners. I know BT1's a solid choice, dead man switch and contraband. Uh, you do put the title on there, so you should pocket probably like false transponder codes so they can't pop it off early. Yep, just do keep in mind nobody knows with certainty whether or not you can equip a third illicit or not. That's fair. You'd think they would clarify these things eventually. And one day, there's nothing big <laughs> coming up anytime soon. But, you know, Contraband's super nice on it. Um, I mean, Dead Man Switch for a medium base can actually do some work. Yep. I mean, even overtune modulators might not be too bad. Because you would end up having like a fair amount of calculates. Also, if you want something different than Rookcast, you can always do like IG88D. So when you do the calculate action after you do an advanced maneuver, you can get two. Mm-hmm. And then also put on L3. And then put Dangar on there because you can. Who's going to shoot you? And all upgrade and contraband, whatever you want. I like you, Nino. Six right. points seems pretty reasonable. Six points, built in ability to reposition after a red or get a mod after a red seems really good. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to make a list involving that and see what I can do. I could probably put Savage in there somewhere too and just give him a focus. Good. You could have Bosk in the background too. Two heavy hitters. You can do something weird like uh, do like the 5K, take the calculate token, get the strain, have Savage give you the focus or whatever. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> Seems fun. You can pop contraband, take a lock too. Who cares? But uh, the last one, um, I mean, there's two other generics, but <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so the Mandalorian, 
He has uh, whatever you want, but I don't know. It seems excessive for seven points. Like not, it won't punch above it. Wait, because you can do like uh, you can do like Han Gunner and Perceptive Co-Pilot, which seems really nice because you can just activate at five. You take the red focus. You get two of them. It works with visibility. Uh, so that's always nice. I guess I could also mention his ability. <laughs> uh, when you defend or perform an attack, if they're, if you are in the front arc of two or more enemy ships at range one to two, you can change one of your blank results to a focus, which is why a perceptive call by the Han isn't too bad. And you could have that with like L3, Contraband, Marksmanship, Fearless. So it can do some work, I guess. I mean, the ability is just so conditional and usually if you're in that spot you're in a really bad spot yeah, yeah you're, gonna, you're gonna get shot at it's, it's thematic though <laughs> is it thematic i just remember him stopping and blowing up a ship that was chasing him <laughs> i wouldn't the know actually the actually anyway. the actually you were shooting at him in season two sure i guess i, I never watched it you can do Fearless, The Child, Maul, and Dengar in Contraband. If you really want to Die. Uh, have three three force. And Dengar might help. Or you could have like Han Gunner, Perceptive Copilot, and Zam. That's actually kind of a nasty combo. I I just think the zero builds so much better in every way though. I, I agree. It's one less point. Still I-5. And really the only thing you do is you change the focus to a calculate, but you get mods on your red maneuvers. Or a reposition. Yep. Yep. Yep, it's pretty good. I don't know. Maybe someone will fly the Mandalorian and think of something good and be really skillful at the game, so he'll actually be good with the Mandalorian. But I'll I'll do it. Okay, Matt. Matt just roll up with the man, Mandalorian and Maul, <laughs> like a hob, and just have fun. If you don't have Juke on, I'm going to be disappointed in you. Juke, okay, I'll put Juke on. No, I've actually seen a build with um, Juke on Mando. It was like Juke Predator, the Child L3 Dengar Contraband. So I mean, it's a build. Oh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing Boba, Mando, and then Gamuki. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm pretty sure I saw this in one of the movies at some point. Yeah, yeah. Just like the movies. Oh, just like the movies, you can just have Lando instead of Gamut. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I should have Lando instead. <laughs> just, you know, theme. But also, Matt. Would you rather have the Mandalorian at seven points, or would you rather have Scum Han at seven points? Uh, the Mandalorian. See, look, you're already making progress. Ah, oh, man, those. Yeah, at least the Mandalorian will hit something when I shoot at it. <laughs> Why are the Scum Falcons so bad? I did. Uh, I mentioned that every goddamn podcast. They, they all they need to be, they all need to be like five points if they ever want me to put it on the table. I I wouldn't even do it out of spite. Yeah. My will to win is a little bit more than that. 
Like, not a whole bunch more, but it's only like the uh, yeah. I mean, okay, they, we, let's yeah, just call already, Nico. Nico can play Scumhan, and he'll they'll do real well with it for some reason. Yeah, he'll just fly. He'll fly Fen and Han, and then he'll fly his other seven points worth of ship off the board. The Mando, obviously. Yep. Yeah, I mean you you could do that. Yes. Jeez. Um, do we have anything else to say about the Razor Crest? It looks cool. It's really shiny. Yeah, it's really nice. I want to see it blow up just like it blew up in real life. Oh, the ship blew up? Why are we even playing with this thing? That's what a great question. Really so that they can make money. <laughs> but no, it's a, it seems like a pretty cool ship. I'm excited to actually finally put it on the board whenever I play again. Well, hopefully this Sunday this weekend. or last Sunday, because, you know, this podcast isn't going to come up before then. Yeah. And you may have won or may have lost. No, thank headed you. Headed accordingly. <laughs> so I think I that's if Cody comes, I'm bringing Sunfuck and Grievous. <laughs> and well, I'm not showing up. Good game, guys. <laughs> you should do Sunfuck, sure. Grievous. Like a trade federation drone, and that just secede all the rest of the points. See what happens. There's free six points. Take it. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, all we need to talk about. It's a pretty solid uh, length episode here. So, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at thebestbenchwarmers at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and my benchwarmers. Uh, don't forget to rate any podcasting services you have. Join the Michigan X-Wing Discord. That's always fun. And our Discord. <laughs> Take care, everybody.